For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hi, Dave. Hi, Eric. Hey, Dave. Do we curse on this podcast? Yes, Eric. Yes, we do. Are you ready, kids? Get your parents' permission, check your mailbox, and grab your shopping cart. It's time for the Adventures in Collecting podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Dave. Welcome Welcome to to Adventures Adventures in Collecting, Collecting, where we talk toy news, culture, and hauls, along with our journeys as collectors. All right, so episode number one. Kind of, kind of cool, Dave. Yeah. Um, as if you couldn't tell by our voices, Dave and I are brothers, <laughs> and we have been. And we are very sorry. <laughs> we've been collecting toys for uh for a very long time, and uh we still do. So we thought that we would share our findings with you as we as we go through our lives as adult collectors so um to start off uh let's let's talk about what's in the news there was some really big news for me uh yesterday i'm one of those people who is a leakaholic when it comes to things i'm i'm scouring the subreddits and and you know the various forums out there to figure out what's coming down the pipeline especially when it comes to star wars so uh the the first wave for triple force friday uh was leaked um thanks to a an errant uh yavin ceremony luke skywalker that's out there so um the vintage collection will feature a couple of new faces from uh from the rise of skywalker uh aptly titled uh knight of ren which which could not be more vintage star wars in in terms of toy packaging uh we have zori bliss and of course ray our our uh, our hero our heroine and um and we have a a uh jetpack sith trooper so looks very much so like the uh the sith trooper that's been all over the news in in the red but uh but with a jetpack so we have that to look forward to I'm very disappointed that jetpack was spoiled for me. <laughs> oh, should should I have said spoiler alert? Is that a spoiler thing? alert? Yes. There's a jetpack. Yeah, there's in a jet Star pack. Wars. I, the jetpack, the jet trooper. In in all fairness, was officially revealed by Disney at D23. This is just a red version of of said trooper. Um, so that that's that's my big news. Is is we have some some new figures coming to the vintage collection to look forward to for uh, Triple Force Friday, which I believe is October sixth. I I'll look that up. I'll confirm that. I was gonna say, you tell me. Um, <laughs> the other news that I. I stumbled upon today and by stumbled upon today i mean that um funko has just been releasing stuff um that's coming to new york comic-con around actually that same time because that's that's usually the first weekend in october um there are many comic-con exclusives they've not said what's shared where yet um there is a an Avengers Endgame Tony Stark. There are some classic Marvel characters. Uh, there's a new Stan Lee coming. Um, there are some 
uh, New York icons like Debbie Harry, like uh, Jean-Michel Basquiat, like um, like Keith Haring. Um, there are Scott Pilgrim five-star figures. So Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Um, Scott Pilgrim, Ramona, and Knives are, are heading to the five-star line. Um, Bluntman and Chronic are coming. Um, there is Sting in a Diaper from Dune. Um <laughs> A Killer Clown from Outer Space, uh, Marty McFly in the plutonium suit when he is uh, the when he is Darth Vader from the planet Vulcan. Um, there's uh, Doctor Frank, not to be confused with TV's Frank um, from 2001: A Space Odyssey. There are some deep cuts from HR Puffin stuff and um, Hanna Barbera wacky races that have been announced thus far. Um, as always with Funko, stay tuned till closer to the Comic-Con, um, basically the time of Comic-Con to see where those are going to live. It, it never ceases to amaze me, the stuff that Funko pulls out. Like, I would love to be in the room when they're either negotiating with or I, I mean, I, I know they have those those Facebook Live things where they kind of give you a, a peek behind the curtain. But I would absolutely love to see how they come up with some of these characters. It's just it's nuts. I mean, generally, it seems like the licensing for that is yes. <laughs> well, I mean, they they somehow managed to get you know the the Tony Stark uh, you know rocking the gauntlet from the end of Endgame, and you know we can't get that in Marvel Legends. So I don't know what juju they're playing with, but spoiler alert. <laughs> I think at this point, if you have not seen that movie and you're listening to this podcast, you're you're either not going to see it or you don't care. Yeah, yeah, accurate. So, so speaking of um, of of things that are that are going on, what's going on with us? What are some things that uh, that we're buying lately? What are let's let's talk some hauls. Oh, um, so there was a lot going on for me. Uh, I picked up the. There's a couple of GameStop exclusives, the WWE uh, Elite Retro Fest. Um, they're packaged in like the old um, WWE Superstars video game, the arcade um, cabinet. I've seen those, yeah. Um, Ric Flair and Hacksaw Jim Duggan I picked up. Um, I picked up Elite 61 Fandango. Um, Elite 66 Nikki Cross. Um, the 2019 top talent Finn Balor for this uh, collection that I'm putting together that um, we'll talk about, I'm sure, like big collections. Oh, yeah. That, we're not even going to go down that road right now with you for, for that that very, very specific niche collection you're working on. Um, yeah, it, it, it might have changed. Um, so <laughs> there was also the Haunted Mansion pops started coming out. So I was able to get uh, the mummy. Um, the opera singer and Constance Hatchaway. Yeah, you had me looking for some of those in Disney Springs when I was there back in what was that? Late August. Mid yeah, August, there was a uh, Madame Leota glow in the dark pop exclu or park exclusive um, that was out. Now there's going to be a standard Madame Leota that should be hitting soon that is not glow in the dark. Um, but basically, those are. Those are on the way out if they are not out already. Got uh, a couple office ones, too. Finished up uh, the main office collection. So um, found Jim and Kevin and um, Dwight and Pam. And also picked up Andy Bernard and Golden Face. So I got the uh, Johnny Rico Starship Troopers. Uh, I believe it was the San Diego Comic-Con shared 
with GameStop exclusive. Um, but wait, there's more. <laughs> um, so there was the WWE Micromaniacs. It's uh, a board game. Like I guess it's similar to HeroClix in a way, in, in some form or fashion. Um, but it is... Like they're they're not very big at all. Are they blind bagged or are they ones that you have you know who you're getting? You know who you're getting. Okay. There were um, ten of them for the the series, and then the board game came with two as well. Um, so that was Daniel Bryan, Braun Strowman, Ronda Rousey, John Cena, Roman Reigns, Randy Savage, Alexa Bliss, um, Finn Balor. And uh, the ring also came with a Finn Balor and a Braun Strowman that were a little bit different. Okay. Different paint on those. So you rounded out that set, and then you have the whole set. Yeah, that was that was a pretty quick uh, get up and go. It's series one, so who knows if there's going to be a series two um, or beyond. But uh, Wicked Cool Toys put that out, and it's a it's a neat little collection because it's just i like how it's kind of off the wall it's like it's a different looking thing well at the very least we'll have to try the game out yeah so are we done with the toy haul we are done okay so my my toy haul much 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 simpler um again we'll, we'll get into kind of the facets of how um of how dave and i collect and you know the way that we go about it but i um i got uh a new Marvel Legends uh, yesterday, which is um, Spider-Man in the stealth suit from uh, Far From Home and, uh, you know, lo- lovingly known as Night Monkey. Um, not on the uh, not on the card, of course. Uh, on the card, it's just the stealth suit. But spoiler alert. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so also, if you're listening to this podcast and not have not seen Spider-Man Far From Home yet, you're either not going to or I, I can't explain it. Yeah. Newsflash, too. He's also no longer in the MCU, but that's a whole other can of worms. Um, so uh, Dave mentioned uh, during during our little news news brief, um, the the pops that are coming to New York Comic Con. So we figured it would be a great time to talk about toy conventions and and cons and um, you know what that's like. And it's kind of top of mind for us anyway, aside from the news, because Dave and I recently went to a, a, a toy toy convention i guess you could say was it or a toy fair uh, oh. no it was it was think of like a baseball card show of toys toy show that's 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 the more appropriate word yeah um we went to a toy show here in in new jersey in wayne um and it was really really cool mm-hmm. um you know, you were saying, yeah, we're going to sum up that experience, and it is expensive. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't in Wayne. It was in Parsippany, the big one that we went to, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all the people from Wayne and all the people of, of Parsippany are really upset right now. <laughs> yes. Yes. The giant audience that we have with episode one, they're all furious. Um, but yeah, so... If Those of you listening back to the old episodes are really upset right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah expensive definitely definitely expensive but um it, it's it's one of those things where i don't know if i would really be able to go to one of those things alone like so much of what i was able to accomplish there was because i was not just we we had a small group by the end i think there was four of us um 
But I found that being my first ever toy show of that scale, that being there with other people, like like a team, we were able to accomplish some some pretty interesting things that I, I don't think we would have been able to otherwise. Um, I mean, even though we went there together, we still kind of were individual in yes kind of scale of what we were looking for but i mean we we were able to find vendors that were selling stuff that we both wanted right so so that was that was interesting because um we found the marvel legends slash um wwe elite guy um and we were like all right so how much if we get all of these (laughs) Yeah, so I I'm late to the Marvel Legends uh, world. I have only started collecting um, Marvel Legends as of this year, actually, as of 2019. Um, prior to that, I have literally 400 plus uh, three and three quarters uh, Star Wars figures that I've been collecting since the 90s. I being late to the game, there were figures that. I wanted for the the collection that are no longer being made. And, you know, as these things go, you never know whether they're going to produce more of them or not. So sure enough, I saw the um, the Winter Soldier Falcon two pack. Um, there was only one guy at the toy show who had had it. I had not seen it before in person and I really wanted it. <laughs> it was a little bit more than I was willing to pay. But luckily, uh, the guy also had a bunch of, of WWE figures and some other markets. Marvel Legends that I was on the fence about, so we were able to kind of um, make it worth his while, his while to take some money off of everything for us. Most of the stuff was very fairly priced, though, in terms of of aftermarket prices, right? Because you were picking up guys that were that what they retail for twenty, you were getting them for like fourteen, fifteen bucks. Yeah, thereabouts. Um, and you know, sometimes when stuff will hit clearance, it'll it'll kind of drop based on the popularity or lack thereof or fact that there's like 42 Seth Rollinses. Um, ah, the peg warmers. Well, it's not even that there's peg warmers. There are guys that are just always, or there are wrestling characters that are always just going to be out there because they're the most popular. So, you know, your Seth Rollinses, your Finn Balors, your, um, you know, Charlotte Flairs, your, Becky Lynch's, Sasha Banks's, like they are your kind of core characters, Braun Strowman, um, Rey Mysterio, now that he's back. Like every franchise has their their Spider-Man and their Luke Skywalker, mm-hmm. you know, and Darth Vader. Those characters always get produced. They they find their way into like every other line, sometimes every line, you know, it, it, it does happen. But the thing that I found that was really neat about toy shows, especially you know, kind of in the the collecting culture that that exists today, you know, it was kind of nice to be in this massive gymnasium, you know, series of gymnasiums and seeing toys on pegs, like not only the new stuff that we were looking for, but it was kind of like a walk down memory lane, too, because as we were walking down, it was like, oh, man, the the um, the toy biz uh, 90s DC figures, you know, the, the, the Toy Biz Marvel figures, like, oh, the Jack's Pacific bone-crunching, um, you know, wrestlers. Like, we had those as kids. Yeah. At these shows, there are things on display. There were the McFarlane X-Files figures that came out with the first X-Files movie. Like, they... There's there's some always some interesting stuff you can find there. You know, like, Mike was looking at G.I. Joe's. Yeah. 
Yeah, so we had a, a, a friend with us um, that was looking through bins of loose G.I. Joes. And then Dave and I were standing there going like, oh, my God, like it's the fridge G.I. Joe. And I think that was like a mail away one, right? Yeah. And it, to just to see some of these figures again, it was almost worth the price of, of, of admission because it felt like we were in a toy museum at some points. And and I don't know. I know you've been to a couple of these at this point. That was, you know, one of my first you know experiences with something that big. And it was just cool for me to see the figures that I beat the crap out of as a kid and, you know remember so fondly i would say the biggest difference between a, a toy show like that and going to like say new york comic-con or san diego comic-con or emerald city or anything like those is the majority of what you're looking at here at, at this toy show was generally yes there is some new stuff there but it's it's just kind of new it's it's or there's the you know the vintage stuff there's a lot of loose stuff um, there's a little bit of everything. Whereas at Comic-Con, there's the wall of pops like there's and, you know, there is some some vintage stuff, but it's mostly, you know, here are your con exclusives. Here is, you know, this chase that came out two weeks ago. Here's, you know, current stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it's been a long time since I've been to comic-con um you know it being in new jersey we have that very very quick access to new york and i know when new york comic-con was smaller at the javits center and it was a little easier to get tickets and you know we were interested in course of you know in all the panels as well as you know the, the artist alley and the the vendors and stuff but when we were able to go to comic-con you were able to park your butt in a seat and you know sit there and watch all of the big panels and it's it's not really like that anymore and i feel like that kind of shift in the difficulty of getting to getting into a con like that especially with like the fan verification process and everything that they have that the toy exclusives and the stuff almost kind of sweeten the deal it, it gives it gives you more incentive to go cuz especially if it's something that you collect like right now that like the funko pops they're just they're so hot that you know there there was a custom exclusive Funko Pop at the Parsippany toy show. Technically. Technically. I mean, it was um, a, it was a fucking stretch, but like technically that was an exclusive. It was Babe Ruth with a glued on cigar. <laughs> and and didn't he clip the, I, I bet he clipped the cigar off of like another pop, right? Cause it, it didn't look like it was like handmade. Who knows? <laughs> it was, it, it was bad. Yes. But it was, it was it was still an exclusive. Like, and the guy made what he? I think he said he made a hundred and fifty or something like that of them. Like, there there was a decent amount for all things considered for a, a dude making them himself, printing the stickers and everything. And he pretty much sold all of them. I mean, in theory, <laughs> that that's also you know a, a good point with these with these conventions, right? And these and these cons. Are you? going for the exclusive stuff the stuff that's hard to find because you want it for your collection or you or is it an investment like you can totally get the baseball bat case or bookshelves or whatever you're going to do and open the boxes and whatnot or you can stack them and <laughs> let them take over a corner of the room like that's fine you sound um, like you're speaking from experience yeah it's just easier <laughs> to stack them places um but those are kind of easy to display in the box. Like, I feel like those are actually easier to display on card than, yeah. 
you know, a Marvel legend, like, or, you know, a Mattel retro or, or something like those where they're in the Tupperware bin right now, because unless they get cases for them, I'm not going to like pin them to the wall, you know, like that's, (laughs) Oh, we've not going to happen. We've all seen those Reddit posts with just thumbtacks, rows and rows of thumbtacks on the wall where like, you know, people are hanging their carded figures. Mm -hmm. I actually found that that toy show kind of overwhelming, because I went in with like a very specific thing that I was looking for, but it was just like pa- opening Pandora's box because I was in there and I was like, oh man, you know, like I, I had not seen this figure in person or, you know, I didn't even know this figure existed or look at this build a figure from, you know, back in the, the toy biz Marvel Legends era or like this random alien that was on Jabba's cell barge that I haven't seen since I was six you know, in, for, in KB toys, like it was just like my, my brain was going a million miles an hour. And the next thing I know, I was like, oh, bye bye money. There it goes. Mm-hmm. We had bags of toys. We did. We did. Don't give me that look. They can't see you. Give me that look. <laughs> so tips. You have a local toy show in your area. What are some things to keep in mind going into it? Like if you as as Dave, the toy collector, what are what are some tips that you'd like to give people who are going to a toy show? Maybe they don't know what they're in for. What are some things that they could do to make sure that they have a successful toy run at the uh, at their local toy fair? I would probably say look for multiple things that you want. So that way you can try to bundle because it's one thing to be able to buy like you know, a, a pop chase for 20 bucks or an elite for 20 bucks. But if you get like three, four things, you might be able to see what they're priced at and, you know, round and things like that. My first tip would be to canvas. So you may get super excited. And I know I did. And I pulled the trigger and it burnt me on the first purchase I made there. I saw something that I had in my head that it was rare. I was not going to find it. I found it. It was a little more than I wanted to pay for it. And I sprung and pulled the trigger. And not 10 minutes later, found it again, same condition for about like seven, eight bucks cheaper. And I was immediately like, ah, can't return that now. So my first tip would definitely be canvas. Um, you know, and I have this this thing too, where I guess I'm kind of afraid to show my hand that like it's something that I'm interested in because I don't want to come back and have the guy like jack up the price on me. But um, you know, just kind of like canvas that that would be my my first thing. What what else you got? Don't be afraid to walk away. Uh, if somebody says you know something's more than you're willing to spend for it, or Um, you don't see something else that you'd want at the table or something is kind of not too rare, but you see it and you've not seen it retail and it's more than you're willing to spend. If you walk away and then come back later and it's still there, you might be able to get it for a little bit less or you might be able, you might find something else that you saw and goes back to that bundle rule. My last, my last tidbit would be 
uh, find a friend, make make a friend. And I, I've actually found that this works in general, like across the board with toy hunting. Well, friends are generally a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> either either go like like we mentioned earlier you know where we found a guy that had a bunch of different stuff that we both wanted and we were able to kind of like team up to get a really good deal from him but um in general the people that you bump into on your normal toy runs chances are they're either looking for the same thing that you're looking for or they're canvassing the same areas for different stuff and they work as a sep- you know second set of eyes so in in the case of of the toy show um you know i told dave what i was looking for he told me what he was looking for and when we split up for a little bit to kind of go see what was out there i was keeping a mental note of like oh that's the wrestling figure that uh dave was looking for you know i'm gonna make a mental note of that and go back and grab it or you know even when you see a you know somebody in in target or walmart or wherever you're you're doing your toy runs chances are you're gonna bump into the same people and just talk to them oh, that not everyone is a scalper trying to undercut you and grab the entire box of stuff. Um, you know, make friends. I think, I think like you said, friend, friends are good. Or sometimes someone's trying to grab the entire box of stuff because like they've never seen it anywhere. And the whole series just comes in one box. Yeah. Um, that, you know, <laughs> that's okay too. <laughs> I think that's going to do it for today, Dave. I think that's going to wrap it up. Um, in closing, toy shows are cool. It's kind of like going to a museum where you can buy some of the stuff. Yeah, it's the whole museum's the gift shop. <laughs> Exit through the whole thing. Exit through the front door of the PAL building. Thank you, dear listener, for hanging out with us today. Subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen, and then tell your friends to do it. Thanks also to Joe Azari, the golden voice behind our intro. Our music is Game Boy Horror by the Zombie Dandies. Find more about them both in our show notes. Follow us on social media at AIC underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Stop by and say hi. Show us your toy hauls and share your toy stories. Maybe we'll talk about it in a future episode. Don't try this at home. Voidware prohibited and some assembly required. Each sold separately, not a flying toy. Consult a physician if your toy run exceeds more than four hours.